Hello and welcome to the Approaching Schools podcast. I'm Keris Keneally and I help children's activity providers to build key business relationships with schools and nurseries without having to use cold calling or stalking. I want to help you earn a more reliable and consistent income while building your social impact and enriching children's lives with ease. So join me as I take you on a journey and let's make a positive difference together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Approaching Schools. Today we are talking all about creative campaigns and specifically how you can build a full marketing campaign to send out to your local schools or nurseries. What I really want you to take away from this episode is that Approaching Schools is not a one and done thing. I say this all the time. What do I mean by that? It's not going to cut the mustard to simply send just one email or one letter and expect that to be your marketing to schools done. Even just with one follow-up, that's not a full campaign. So when we do the five-day approaching schools free challenge, we only have time to get through one email and one follow-up. However, for my members in the Approaching Schools Academy who work with me all year round on a 12-month basis, they get to create campaigns with my support all year round as well. And we build out their campaigns so that it's not just one email or one letter and one follow-up. There's actually a number of touch points that these schools and nurseries receive from the members in the Approaching Schools Academy. And what I want you to think about when you are looking to build a creative campaign, I want you to think about how you're going to prep for that campaign, what your goals, aims and objectives are for that campaign. Because what gets measured gets managed and we can very, very easily look at your data and see exactly where in your marketing funnel needs a little bit of work to start improving your conversion rates for next time. And if you're listening to this podcast in real time and we're currently approaching the summer months and you're thinking I'd really love to get a marketing campaign out to my local schools and nurseries before the summer holidays, before the start of the new academic year, then you're going to want to start thinking about prepping your next campaign now so that it's ready to get sent out after half term. So I want you to be thinking about your revenue goal. Now, a previous episode of this podcast very much focuses on revenue goal and how you can look at your target number of schools, the number of demos you might need to be booked in, the number of emails or letters or touch points you might need to give your local schools or nurseries to achieve that number of demos and to achieve that target number of schools and nurseries. So do go back and listen to that episode. All of my podcast episodes are available on repeat. So do go back and have a listen if you're not too sure how to work out how many schools or nurseries you might be needing to contact to start hitting your revenue goals but definitely jot down what your revenue goal is how much money would you love to make from schools or nurseries this year or with regards to your next campaign and you need to look at what number of schools or nurseries you are going to want to target 
within your local territory area, what your capacity is for the number of demos that you uh, want to deliver, and based on your calculations, how many emails, letters or touch points you might need to make with regards to that to make that happen. This is something we very much support you with in the Approaching Schools Academy. We have a campaign calculator that just helps you figure all of this stuff out. I want you to be thinking about your target market as well. So sometimes children's activity providers say to me, Karis, I want to work with all of them. I want to work with secondary schools. I want to work with nurseries. I want to work with preschools. I want to work with private schools. I want to work with primary schools, prep schools, academy trusts. And I say, that's amazing. You absolutely can work with all of those different settings, but you are going to need a targeted campaign for each of them. We can't go mentioning the early years foundation stage in a letter to secondary schools. Similarly, we can't go mentioning uh, kind of key stage three requirements in a letter or email to nurseries. We need to make sure that our marketing is as targeted as possible to the setting and the people that we want to contact within that setting. So we do need to make sure that, yes, we can send our campaigns to multiple different types of settings, but each campaign will need to be targeted. The language will need to be targeted. The curriculum and the outcomes will need to be targeted to that particular age group or what those those children are learning at that particular setting because it needs to be relevant. So I want you to decide. Some people like to alternate whether they do a school campaign one half term, a nursery campaign the next half term. I very much encourage the people that I work with to actually have as as many touch points throughout the year as possible. In the Approaching Schools Academy, we plan for six campaigns per year. And ideally, any school or nursery that has not got back to you within the year continues to receive these campaigns. So actually, if you want to up the frequency of your campaigns, you'll be wanting to send your school and nursery campaigns at the same time so that all of your schools and nurseries receive six campaigns throughout the year from you, unless of course, they've already got back to you and maybe they've already booked in a demo or become a client. So this is what I want you to think about. Who are you going to be targeting next half term? Is it nurseries? Is it primary schools? Is it private schools? Is it secondaries? Is it colleges? Maybe. Think about your target market. It may be all of them, but if it is, you're going to need a campaign for all of them. And I mentioned that approaching schools is not a one and done thing. It's not just one email or one letter. If you want to build out a full creative campaign, you're going to need a combination of these things. You're going to need a combination of emails and letters. You're going to be needing to send your communications in a variety of ways. Similarly, you're going to also want to have a series of follow-ups and perhaps your follow-ups even happen in a variety of ways. Yes, you absolutely can send a series of emails as your follow-ups. You absolutely can send a letter as your follow-up. Some people find it helpful to call their nurseries, for example, where they're more likely to get a key decision maker on the phone and actually ask them, did you get my email or letter? 
I wondered if we could have a quick chat about it or I wondered if it went to the right person. I wondered if I could resend it to you. That's a very quick way of finding out whether your campaign is working um, or not. For some people, they like to make a few visits. It's less welcomed post-COVID to uh, show up to a school or a nursery unannounced. And of course, you're not going to get any further than the school reception, but you might find it helpful to use as another touch point, as a way of leaving something that may get passed on to a key decision maker. One of the things I used to do was have a printout of my email or letter in an envelope with the key decision maker's name or job title on it and ask for that to be passed on. It's just another touch point. However, it was very time consuming. Um, I didn't have much time to do this, but on the odd occasion, that's something that you might like to try to see how effective it is for you because it's a different type of touch point. So you want to have a series of follow-ups You might be thinking about different ways that you can communicate with your schools or nurseries. So lumpy mail might be one. If you're concerned that you're not getting the right level of response on email, maybe your email isn't memorable enough. Maybe your email is landing in junk. Maybe it's not getting passed on to the key decision maker. Could you send a letter with that key decision maker's name on is it more likely that they're going to open your direct mail personally than they would for an email that was sent to the reception, for example? Making your email lumpy, providing something useful and memorable could be a good way of attracting attention. Again, this is something we very much teach in the Approaching Schools Academy or sending a report to make your communication useful. Head teachers love reports and stats and research and data. Is there something you can send them there? Again, we train our Approaching Schools Academy members exactly how to write a simple report that will get read and noticed and followed up upon. Have a mixture of types of contacts. Have a mixture of different types of people that you contact. So this is very much known as multi-threading where you have different contacts within a school or a nursery that you want to make your communication go to. So maybe you want to contact the subject lead. Maybe you want to contact the senior leadership team. Maybe you want to contact the receptionist. Maybe you want to contact the PTA. Perhaps there's a business manager you'd particularly like to speak to. Making communications to different contacts within the school is just going to make more people aware of you and what you do. And it means that if your email has simply landed with the gatekeeper, it might be that a letter to the subject lead gets opened by them personally and gets dealt with directly. But of course, you want to be building relationships with a number of these different people within the school so they're aware of what you do. Contacting the PTA to see if there's something that you can do with the PTA. So if you go back and listen to my PTA to partnerships episode of this podcast, you'll hear all of the different uh, ways that I suggest that you get in contact with your local PTAs, because this can help you build out a much more substantial campaign than simply offering your demos, but offering a number of different ways that you can create value for a school, you know, fundraising opportunities um, and things like that. 
there might be other things you can do on social media. I know one particular franchise that I work with has fantastic success uh, with actually following and connecting with their local nurseries on Instagram at the same time as sending out a campaign. Maybe you're going to send the head teacher's connection requests on LinkedIn, for example, just so you're getting your name out there a little bit more and they start to make these connections. So it's not simply just one email that they receive where you're offering them a demo and perhaps it's not the right time, but you've also connected with them elsewhere and they've also heard about you from a parent because a parent's been raving about your community classes and suddenly there are a number of touch points on board and it's not simply just your email that you're relying on getting to the right person every time that you send it. Also, you could be thinking about your inbound campaigns right now. So if you are already working with a school or a nursery, you might want to think about how you can look to add more value to your existing schools and nurseries. And when you're sending out your campaigns regarding free demos to nurseries and schools that you've never worked with before, maybe your inbound campaigns to schools and nurseries that you do work with, maybe you're upselling them a special workshop offer or a special awareness or celebration week incentive, or a fundraising opportunity, or a newsletter about what you're doing with other schools and nurseries, or opportunities to upgrade their packages, either an upsell, which might look like more classes, for example, on the timetable, more clubs perhaps, or cross-sells, whereby they actually get a variety of different services from you. So be thinking alongside your sort of cold outreach to schools and nurseries that have never heard from you before. Be thinking about the schools and nurseries that you do work with that you might want additional opportunities to add value to and to actually upgrade your packages with. Again, you will have listened to my episode where I was talking about how now is a fantastic time of year to be upgrading your packages and looking for renewals and contracts. That was in the last episode. You're going to want to set a timeline. So it's really, really important with your campaigns that you have deadlines. Deadlines are going to help you to know how far you can go with your follow up. Deadlines are going to help schools and nurseries get back to you sooner rather than later, because the reality is the longer they take it to get back to you, the less likely they will. It's not their fault. They are extremely busy people. You want to think about the timeliness of your demos. You want to make sure your campaigns get out on time every term so that you have got enough time before your deadline to follow up, but also so that the schools and nurseries have enough time before your deadline to talk to the people they need to talk to to get you in, to make room on the timetable to get you in. You want to think about the timeliness of your letters arriving. Are you using your letters to add extra weight to your initial uh, touch point in your campaign? Or are you using your letters as follow-ups or a combination of both? You want to think about when those letters are going to land to coincide with other elements of your campaign, like your emails, for example. And you're going to want to plan in prep time. So again, if you are listening to this and we're about to have the May half term, half term holidays are a fantastic time to prep for your next campaign. 
because then you can be looking to send it out either the first or second week after half term when they've had a little bit of chance to settle down and clear down their inbox and clear out their desk uh, ready for your letter or email to arrive and for them to deal with it because there might be things you need to be doing over the holidays to prep. You might be needing to add to your email database. You might be needing to print your letters and go and buy the stamps and get the envelopes weighed and wait for them to be sent out. So there are things that you might be wanting to do over the holidays that it's time to prep for in advance. And once your campaign has been sent out, I want you to monitor it. I want you to look at your open rates. I want you to look at your response rates. I want you to take a note of how many demos you got booked in. I want you to take a note of how many sales you made. Even if you didn't sell your all singing, all dancing package, did you sell a one-off workshop to them? That counts as a sale. It counts as a conversion. I want you to start tracking this because that's how we're going to look to improve your conversion rates. This is what will tell you which parts of your funnel are really working well and which parts of your funnel need some more work. Again, this is something we very much help you with in the Approachy Schools Academy. We have a review and repeat module where we look at, okay, what do we need to do next? Do we need to improve your open rates and how do we do that? Do we need to improve the number of demos you get booked in and how do we do that? Do we need to improve the number of sales and how do we do that? And we look at every element of your campaign so you can start improving your conversions for next time. And of course, the more campaigns throughout the year you send, the more of that snowball effect you get as you start to build momentum because schools and nurseries do need to hear from you a number of times before they're perhaps going to be willing and able to get back to you. So do come and let me know what you thought about this episode and when you are going to plan to send your next campaign out to schools and nurseries. Come and see me inside my free group, Approaching Schools Community for Children's Activity Providers. I would love to know what you are planning for your next campaign. Thank you for listening to the Approaching Schools podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, do come and let me know in my free group for Children's Activity Providers Approaching Schools so that I can make more content like this that you'll love. You can find me on my socials at Keris Keneally and my inbox is always open. I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and hit subscribe on your favourite platform so you can be the first to know when a new episode is ready. Until then, chat soon.